Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events and make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Hey man, how are you doing? How was the weekend? What's going on? And uh, what's happening? Had a great weekend. Went and saw my mom. She had her 80th birthday. Whoop, whoop. Come on. <laughs> sure she's watching or going to watch. Uh, although she might be at the uh, senior citizens <laughs> where there's a lot of drama <laughs> going on. Yes, I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Every every day there's drama at the senior citizen. <laughs> what kind of drama is happening over there? <laughs> You're gonna have to read her book. <laughs> okay. When is she coming out with that? I'd like to see it. So she writes it. <laughs> Come on, mom, write the book. Write the book. We were supposed to have celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary, which we did. We were supposed to go out of town, and the weather was so bad. The wind was gusting, and it was so cold. Although today it's 70 degrees, we uh, decided to postpone that till next weekend. And so we went down and surprised my mom. So our one true awesome. fan, our one true fan. Wait, wait, wait. We got another one in, uh, hey, sponsor. Oh, yeah. Not there. Yeah. Yeah, um, we have another, we have another fan. We I mean, actually, we uh, interviewed Kevin Kurtz and he watches every single week. He's saying, hey, and then I got some up, you know, my dad. Up. Hey, we, we're going to bring you back on the show sometime soon. If if Facebook allows us to. Here's the deal. Facebook is not is streaming my personal page right now, but it is refusing to stream the Lost Art of Relationship page right now, which oh. I'm going to have some conversations this week. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, YouTube is on, but the my Facebook business, my book page, is not allowing it to stream. So we may we may be reaching that point, by the way, where this is this is getting real. Yeah. So so uh, what website can they go to? Oh yeah, boom! End time chat. I was on it already on the fly. Oh wait, we got this one too. Boom! Like, share, subscribe endtimes.chat if you want to find any more of these videos or if we're ever taken off of Facebook and YouTube, this is where you can find us. We will always have something popping up once a week there. You can also see all the best episodes and broadcasts. And we, uh, we're trying to get our podcast out there. I've been working on it each week. So you should be able to listen to it while you're driving. Wouldn't that be something? Where can they find that? Well, you can go Spotify. You can go to, I believe, iTunes. We're having some difficulty getting iTunes up and running, but Spotify should be up. And, um, mm. and then eventually, we'll hopefully get it on Google Play. But those are, all, those are all very controlled places. Like to find a place else to host a podcast where we won't have any of those issues. But in the meantime, that's what we got. Well, the one place we don't have that issue, and that's on Liftable.tv. So Liftable.tv. Go to endtimes.chat, and then you can find the pathway to Liftable. So sign up, subscribe. You get your first, uh, I think it's the first week for free or something like that. I can't remember what it is online right now. We don't control that. but First week free. And uh, you can watch as many of our episodes. But there's a lot of other great content on there. And you need to go check it out. Some really, really great people. Uh, and from really great programming on that channel that'll uplift you and lift you to a new place in Jesus. That's why we call it liftable.tv. All right, that's enough of the commercial. Whoa, GJ. Whoa, 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 what? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, for, for less than six bucks, 
a month. And if you do an annual subscription, and yeah, we're just talking about subscription. Here's why this is important: is that we're already seeing we our our numbers were starting to soar, and now they're plateauing and are actually going down. Why? Why? Yeah, we don't know. Hmm. Things that make you go hmm. And one thing that we know in the end times, Christians will be persecuted like never before. However, the word still keeps going out, and we're being obedient, and we're just trusting that God puts the word out wherever it needs to go. And uh, so, reason these subscriptions are important is that the content is protected, can't be taken down, and it's safe. You can you can comment, you can go, and you're in a safe environment. And uh, these public domains <clears throat> platforms. They're not as safe. They're not, and as we've seen over the last two years, they play games. Really, really important, as you mentioned. And if you're on my personal page right now, then please share this, get that out there. We'll do our best to get the other one up and running, even if I have to manually put the video up myself so everybody can see it this week. Anyway, um, GJ, I had a great weekend with my grandkids. Had an amazing time getting out into, into nature. And um, we went to a place called Clear Lake. And we were able to take several hikes. And my grandson and I skipped rocks on the water for about an hour. And um, the reason why I'm mentioning this is I'm just saying, I just want to let everybody know, those in your life, especially the young ones, the children in your life, make sure you spend time with them. They need you. They, my grandkids and my, and my kids need me and your kids' grandkids need you for several reasons. They need to protect them. They need you to be there to teach them. Don't trust in anybody else to do what you are called to do by God himself. Train up your child in the way that they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. But if you relinquish that responsibility over to others, there's no telling what might happen in their life. So anyway, just want to encourage everybody with that. It was a phenomenal time with both my grandkids this weekend. We actually... Did not have any electricity, so we were boondocking it in our RV trailer for the first time, which was super fun. We had to disconnect, and uh, I encourage everybody to do that every now and then. So that was my weekend. You had a good time with your mom. You had an anniversary. Happy anniversary, GJ and Alita. Thank you. Awesome. And we celebrated Veterans Day. Airborne. Veterans Day. Semper Fi. To everyone out there. To everyone out there that has been in the military and has now either been um, as retired or unfortunately, even for those that have been discharged because of the recent situations that we're finding in the country. Um, God bless you all. We love you. Thank you for your service. Amen. Well, let's, Amen. let's talk about wars and rumors of war since we're, <laughs> hey, that was a pretty good transition. It was. Let's just do Earth News later then. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go to Wars and Rumors War right now. Go ahead. I'm ready. Yeah, two, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you got it. No, oh, I, go got, I got two. Go oh, all right, all right, all right. So Poland is in the news recently. <laughs> Poland is in the news. All right. And they I, are. I only have one now. <laughs> oh, you only have one? Okay, we'll, take, we'll tackle this one together. And they are on the highest readiness alert on the border because of the tensions that are happening with the surrounding countries. And uh, so they've sent thousands of armed forces to that border. So keep an eye out for that. We're praying for all those people that are in those areas. What else do you have to add to that? Cause that's all I got on that one. I don't have anything else to add. Uh, what's your next one? I'm sure it's mine too. Well, I do have something to show actually. Oh, I don't have anything to So I've gotten that thing, so go ahead. So this right here, this right here, <laughs> I love that term, big league. Uh, it makes me think of big league too. You know, the, the gum, yeah, those, they shredded. Yeah, I used to love that gum. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so wars and members wars. This is why I put this up here. Israel disclosed a new electronic warfare system called Scorpius. And as you can see on the screen, this is kind of a rendition of what it's supposed to look like, but of course it doesn't shoot out colored lasers like this, but um, here's what it does. And, and this is why it's important. The modern battlefield is not just air, sea, land, or now even space. 
It is also electromagnetic. So this weapon doesn't cause physical harm, but it will disrupt the operation of electromagnetic systems such as radar, electronic sensors, navigation, and data communications. Now, if they're unveiling this, which this to me means it's already been used and it's being used by other countries already. But the fact that they're coming out and saying that they have it, in my opinion, says, we want you to know we have the same kind of technology. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, I would expect more uh, along these lines because here's, here's the issue. It's been said for the last 18 or 20 months that there's some kind of a blackout coming with communications. And uh, there's only a few things that could do that, that I know of. Electromagnetic pulse or something to that effect, something that could disrupt communications or even just taking out communications that are in this country by hitting certain areas where they have hubs of information and that could actually take out communications as well. So something to look into, definitely wars and rumors of wars. And it's a new kind of warfare, GJ, or new kind of warfare. Well, a couple of things that can affect power, electricity, or you know, communications. Uh, we've learned like the solar flares, what degree, I don't know, but that's one that's definitely been in the news. Uh, and then uh, another thing called an on-off switch. How about there is that? How about, <laughs> how about China? Whoa, China's still in the news. That baby ain't going away. Go figure. <laughs> the tension continues to elevate China, Russia, Taiwan. I know this sounds like a broken record. It's just every week there's something tied to that. And you know, as we disclosed over the last couple of weeks, you know, the United States has troops in Taiwan. Uh, there's also been a lot of global uh, photos that have come out about, you know, you know, like war games. So they're practicing. So there's there's word that there could be the major upheaval uh, that could lead up to World War Three. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but that's. A lot of the news that I'm finding, they're talking about that. So anyway, China again, man, and not so. Not only are the war games going over there, but in the Red Sea, I, I didn't plan on saying this, but I was just reading about it this morning. The Red Sea, there are actually uh, Israel, United States, and a couple others are actually doing drills in the Red Sea, preparing for whatever could potentially happen with uh, Iran. So Iran continues to be in the news. And continues Whoa. to cause issues. Should I not have said that? <laughs> there was shaking going on in the last what forty eight hours in Iran. Oh yeah, but that's a great segue to Earth news right there. Six point five earthquake. Whoop, whoop. They had several above six point zero. Okay, here's the interesting thing. My wife actually was taking a look at the earthquakes, and we woke up yesterday morning in the RV trailer, and my wife was looking at her the news, and she said. Do you, do you realize that over the last like, couple weeks, there's been a surge in earthquakes? And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for watching our show. Yes, on, I know. <laughs> I was so proud of her. I have never been prouder. Really. I was like, <laughs> yes, there has been a surge of earthquakes. But here's the deal. Over the last 48 to, to 72 hours, there have been a massive amount above 5.0. I mean, yeah. if you just look down the list of all the ones over 5.0, it's insane how many are above 5.0. And then there are a lot above 6.0 that we've, we've seen kind of uh, hidden. So earthquakes, earthquakes, more flooding, flooding, more and more flooding. This is nuts. What um, do you got on Earth News? Well, you know, we've been talking about the uh, volcano in La, Pal La Palma which is in the Canary Islands, right, you know, which is actually part of Spain, right off the coast of Western Africa. Uh, whoa, where to pull that baby up? So I don't know if you've got new, new news. The one thing that I just keep thinking about is when you had that pattern of earthquakes that made a grid, there's a sign right there. Something's up there. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't have anything new. I'm sure you do because you're the smartest man on the face of the world. And you got the visual, you got the tech, probably got EMP. Probably got EMP. No, I don't. 
I'd love to get one of those though, because that would be kind of fun to play on some play some tricks on some neighbors. Um, <laughs> no, here's the here's the here's the news that I have for this. I'm just kidding. And it I'm is that Facebook. We're kidding. I'm not going to do that. Don't even we're going to do that. I don't even have access to anything like that. <laughs> uh, so uh, here's here's what I have to say about La Palma, and I, I love giving an update on this. And sooner or later, we'll probably not be able to give an update. And I'm hoping for the people in that area, but. The, this has been the longest eruption on this island in 343 years. And it could potentially, in the next couple of weeks, surpass the longest eruptions that have been recorded in history, which goes back to the 1200s, which is absolutely insane. And it's picked up more seismic activity. And then there's this new Ava Delta that's steadily growing. And that you're actually it, now see it's hitting the ocean. It's going to extend, extend, expand, 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 and extend the island itself. And of course, what I actually fear is something happening where that whole mountain actually slides into the sea, which could potentially cause a lot of issues on the east coast of like South America and North America. So crazy stuff still happening over there. It's unbelievable the, the amount of lava flowing. And, it, and actually, there were 5.0 earthquakes just in the last 24 hours happening in La Palma. So it's just continues, just continues. Yeah, they have a live stream. It's pretty amazing what is happening just in the live stream. So you can actually see it happen. Uh, you'll probably pull it up. So I'm just gonna shut up and take that. No, I'm, not. I'm just <laughs> gonna pull up the next one, which is this. What is that, GJ? What is this right here? Scorpion. That's a scorpion. Scorpion. Is that okay. part of your was that your network? The Scorpius? No, but I just think it's really interesting that there's two things we're talking about that have the word scorp in it in the very beginning. Um they're called play. What does scorp, scorp mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't what even that know what scorp means. But it must mean something. I'll have to look it up later. Oh. So a plague, they're calling it a plague of scorpions. And deadly snakes hit this one town in Egypt. And unfortunately, three people have died. Hundreds have been injured by these. Uh, I think right now it's almost above 500 people that have gone to the hospital with these injuries from scorpion bites. They actually, this particular scorpion is called a man killer. So enough venom in one of their stings. And they're coming out and they're going into uh, this town the driving rains, the dust storms, the wind, and everything is driving them into the towns. Fascinating to me. I think it's very biblical, only because we know what happened in Egypt, actually, with the 10 plagues that happened, one ending, the last one actually being the firstborn that died, um, where Israel had to pass over. That's what they celebrate every single year. So I don't want to get too much into the history of that, but I just thought this was very biblical, earth news. And something to talk about. Well, before you move on, uh, and I, I probably, I don't even know if I've ever shared this with you. You know, um, you know when well, most kids, you know, they'll get on a chair or a sofa or a couch and and you can't touch, you can't touch the floor, you know, because either the shark could get you or something to get them. And or the lava. Some, or, or the lava. Well, that, that's people taking the photos, the selfies. Hey, Mark, look. <laughs> looking, a little, looking a little hot there. Um, <laughs> Back to you, DJ. <laughs> make you go. <laughs> All right, so this wasn't planned. Uh, so anyway, when kids were playing around like that, so anyway, I had this dream, and I know I dream every night. I don't remember my dreams. I have had some visions that are very, I mean, I can, Tell them every detail uh, still, you know, probably a handful of those in my lifetime. Um, about, I don't know, four months, five months ago, I was, had, had this dream and I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, all these snakes were on the floor. And it was like, you couldn't see the floor because of all the snakes. Now I was in the military and I was stationed in Okinawa. And they actually had a habu, a habu farm. The habu was the word for snake. And um, they literally had like these trees where you could not see the bark. 
because of all the snakes. And it, you just see it sort of moving. It was very eerie. So anyway, <clears throat> I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, all these snakes. So I, a couple of nights later, I had the exact same dream. And the thing that I got from that message in my quiet time, in my, um, you know, quiet time with, with, with God is um, there's a lot of snakes. There's a lot of deception going on. Be aware and proceed with caution. So that, that was sort of what came to me a few days later. So as you're, as you're describing that, I'm just like getting the eerie feeling. And it's like, ugh. And I've literally got this eerie feeling right now from that. So in the name of Jesus, whoop, whoop, moving on, moving on. I don't know why yeah. I, share, I don't know why I share that. So no, it's a, it must be important for someone. Uh, and we're just praying that God will provide the answer to whoever that needed to hear that. So yeah. Um, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm gonna get you. This is normally the one I like to talk about, but I'm just gonna put it up on the screen and let you go. Just go. As he's taking a drink from the non-sponsor's cup. <laughs> so that, an asteroid, another one. So last week we talked about one. So this is another one that's going to come, you know, uh, by the earth or hit the earth. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the good news is the uh, NASA and whoever tracks these asteroids are now aware of it. Unlike that one that they couldn't see because of the sun that almost hit, you, hit, hit the earth. So this one fly by. What's that? Did a flyby. <laughs> yeah, did a flyby. <clears throat> so we talked last week. There's another one that's the size of the tallest building in the world. So that one's a little bit bigger. This one's a little bit smaller. So another one's come on, you know, onto the scene, and it's going to come right by the Earth in the next couple of weeks. And it's the size of the Eiffel Tower. That's why they have the Eiffel Tower there. So it's they're calling it. 4660 Nereus, Nereus, 4660 Nereus, or 1982 DB. I don't know how they came up with those now. <clears throat> so it's egg-shaped and potentially hazard. <laughs> that was in the headline, potentially hazard. Do you think? I'm thinking it could potentially be hazardous. What do you think? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand these people. I really don't. Who's writing All right, so these headlines? I don't know. Somebody is writing these headlines. I have no idea. All right, you got another on. one in the sky. Whoa! <laughs> so we're having a blood moon on, on Friday morning, November 19th. So it's a partial eclipse, and it's going to you know, be, uh, you know, the color of red and you'll be able to see it in the early morning at best from what I've, what I've been able to read. I think that depends on where you're at in the world. <clears throat> it's also the precursor to another one a few weeks later in, in December. Now, my question is, is there, is there any significance to November 19th? And typically these blood moons have landed or been spotted on a Jewish holiday. I don't know if that's a Jewish holiday. So anyway, I'm just, I'm asking for a friend. You know what? That's definitely something that uh, I think we should look into. But let me just say this too, is that uh, it actually the, the timing of it here in California, the West Coast Pacific time, it's supposed to start at 1119. So do the math. That means in uh, Maryland or somewhere on the East Coast, it's going to be more like 219 in the morning. For you, GJ, you're two hours ahead, so it's going to be at 119. So if you want to see this, it's going to be quite the phenomenon. Now, there's some, there's a lot of weather that's going to be happening this weekend for a lot of the, the East Coast and the West Coast, so you may not be able to see it. It doesn't mean it's not happening. It's actually happening. If a tree falls in the forest, does anybody hear it? If a moon does an eclipse behind clouds, does it actually happen? Yes, it does. It still does. So uh, I'm not sure why I said that. It's kind of like killing time. I don't know what to say. But like this is a voice of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So the here's the interesting thing about this uh, blood moon is it's supposed to be the one of the longest eclipses that actually happens and has happened in I think over two or three decades. So that's a pretty major deal. 
this particular blood moon. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I'll be able to see it though, because that's not too late for me here in California. So I'll be able to hop up to the top of the hill and maybe catch some of this eclipse. Be quite interesting. So um man, lots of crazy stuff going on in the world. I can't yeah. even oh, oh by the way, Eric and Holly Inberg, they're uh are they're constant fans. Boop. Give them a shout out. Come on. Uh, I'll see if anybody had the answers to the questions that our friend wanted to know, which the friend was yes. the friend is you. So here it is. Revelation 614. The sky was split apart like a scroll when it was rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. That is one of the uh prophecies out of Revelation. Um uh, I mean it's it's gonna be pretty crazy that some of the things that happen and I don't know if I want to be around to see a lot of that. So could it be an asteroid? Very possibly. Very possibly could be. They do talk about the skies, uh, the stars in the sky falling. Uh, and my wife and I were kind of chatting a little bit about that uh, when we were talking the other night about when Revelation talks about the stars falling from the heavens. Uh, could it actually be the real stars? Well, I don't know because real stars are trillions and billions of light years away. But maybe the author of Revelation was seeing meteors and asteroids coming out of the sky. And that's why they called it stars. Now, interestingly enough, in Russia, there was one. I, w I couldn't pull the video up. I couldn't get it to work this, uh, this oh morning. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm failing. He's quit. You know what? I'm going to fire that tech guy. So in Russia, there was one that actually was seen from all angles, from miles and miles around. And it kind of it flashed, and it came, you saw it shoot to the sky, and then people on the ground actually said they heard a crackle, and then it blew apart at that point. So, I mean, that's a, I don't know, that just seems a little odd to me. Doesn't it seem a little odd to you? I don't know. I'm asking for a friend, GJ. Well, with all the technology, as we brought, we discussed on the show, uh, I can see where you know they can go and blast an asteroid. We've also seen meteor showers. And by the way, I know you posted something in one of those threads that we're in <clears throat> where people, where there's like this big light. And I don't remember where it was at. I, I remember you were the one that uh, shared it because you're the one that finds all this stuff. We're just. That was the one. That was the one from Russia. It was like a minute long video. Oh, yeah. So that's the video. Thanks for bringing it up. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Dan's not on the show next week. You know why. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a sip. Yeah, from our sponsor. From our sponsor. You could be there. <laughs> <laughs> you will be there. All right, leading up to the tribulation, unless you got any more earth news. Nope, nope. <clears throat> go, 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 go. I know you got photos. I know you got videos. I know you got it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, no photos and videos for this, just really interesting information. And I want to start off by asking a question. Is one world currency really possible? Is it really possible? My answer, yes, it is. According to a recent news report, international bankers of one world plan to deliberately crash the market to force society into a new cashless monetary system. The question is how? Well, one of the ways you can do that, and we've seen this throughout the years, is if you pump excess currency into the system, you inflate the economy. Well, in the past 18 months alone, the US Federal Reserve, um, the money supply in the Federal Reserve, actual US dollars in active circulation has increased, get this, by 336% in the last 18 months. And and here's what I want, here's what I want to say. When you want when you want to actually cause a major upheaval in somebody's currency, continue to print more dollars. Because the more money that you have, the less valuable that dollar becomes and the higher prices will go, right? It's just basic economics. And in a cashless society, however, what cashless society means is that you actually put more control on the money, not less. They're going to tout it as saying, oh, you have all this freedom. Now that you can go and you just take your phone, you don't have to worry about cash in your pocket. It's so convenient. Well, cashless society puts more control of the money, not less. Anyone can use cash. But when we go to cashless, you can then determine who is allowed to use the money and who is not. 
And therefore, that also leads us again to that discussion of the mark of the beast, which when it says you will not be able to buy and sell unless you have the mark on your forehead or on your right hand. Uh, so that's what I got. I don't have any pictures for that. I thought that was really interesting um, that they're talking about uh, one world currency. But I mean, we're very close. I mean, with crypto and, you know, credit cards and, you know, all the different things, you know, I mean, we're, we're there. The technology exists. We're there. It's just a matter of formally going to that place. And, you know, I, I traveled last year. Uh, I was down in Texas and there was a couple of places would not accept cash because, and they had a sign, we will not accept cash. Now they're using it under the guise that, you know, it could be contaminated from the, the Rona and, you know, somebody could get it from that. Well, what we learned that that wasn't the case, but at that point, nobody really knew. Um, so, you know, there's ways to, we're already seeing that shift. Um, and I remember the time I used to, all I had was cash to now um, I have very little cash and usually use a card. Um, so anyway, here, here's an interesting fact. And it also talks in, in the end day or in, I don't know if it's the end days or in the tribulation, which means after Jesus comes in and takes those that are saved for the church, um, that I, it would cost a day's wages one loaf of bread. So here's, here's an interesting fact. The purchasing power of $100. So $100 US dollars in 1950 would buy $100 of whatever. In 1960, uh, and of course, uh, in 10 years, it, $100 would buy $80.41 of value. In 1970, it was $61. 1980, $28. Uh, 1990, 18, 2013, 2010, $10. Then there's change. And in 2021, that same $100 from 1950 would buy the equivalent of $8.70. And you say, no, I got $100. I go buy $100. You're right. However, you're not getting the same value. And I remember there was a time where people were living, getting paid like $4,500 a year as their wages, and they're buying houses and all kinds of them. I mean, how did they afford it? Because the pricing and the value was more congruent. So in 70 years, 100 US dollars has lost 91.3% of its real value. The real value. And right. a lot. A lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. How it looks like, it looks like something, but it's really not. So if you go back seventy years, you know, which is like your age, um, it's down ninety one percent. So interesting fact. I mean, hair dye really does number. It really does a number and helps you look younger. Just saying. Um, no comment. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of wanted to. Uh, move into things that make you go, hmm, even though we, that's what we talk about mostly anyway. But it, it goes along. What? We can do that about everything we've talked about today. We could, we could. Uh, this, but I, I do want to pop this on the screen and I kind of want to, uh, kind of want to chat about it for a minute. But it, it really leads in from the whole one world currency. Uh, there is a recent patent that came out, okay? And, uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. So right there, you can kind of read the first paragraph too, if you, if you can see it that close. But patent and trademark attorneys, Dr. Gal Ehrlich and Meyer Fenster of Ehrlich and Fenster, really had a patent approved for technology, get this, that aims to surveil people via their digital activity. Now, I just think that somebody's watching the patents and that's actually a really great place to go when you want to find out what's happening that could potentially be coming down the line. Because you're supposed to use patents to protect the technology, to protect the intellectual property. So uh, this patent, here's what it includes. The, it includes the ability to collect personal data and personal information from mobile devices, apps, social media, web browsing records, payment records, medical records, employment records, the government, and surveillance cameras. It can also collect precise location data, the length of time people spend at a certain location, Images of people looking at the screen of their mobile phone, 
sounds from the microphones and personal devices, and also their facial recognition data. Now, after saying all that, GJ, what does that tell you is coming down the line? It's not coming down the line. It's here. That's already that's already happening. I mean, it's happening right now on this device right here. It's happening. Maybe not all those things that you said. Uh, all this technology exists, and all this technology has actually been in play to some degree. Uh, my son was talking about uh, several companies that actually, you know, because now all these pe all these uh, employees are working from home. You know, over the last two years and they found that they could track track everything uh and and of course they found that their employees were actually more productive by being at home and actually happier um and 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 so they're they've got this technology and that they can track everything that they're doing and if they aren't doing certain things then they can actually create um well you know the, the bells or whistles to to say hey what's going on and so it's not it's not even about the job you know hey did you complete your job today it's are you doing all the things right now to eventually complete the job that, at hand uh so that's already happening and one thing i said all along and you know when i went in the military it was very eye-opening of course i can't I, I end up was in the signal corps of the u.s army and 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 then i got out so i've been in technology a good part of my adult lives and and when i haven't been i've always been interested in it because you know my my past training so i've always watched it and then i've always watched how does that line up with the end times prophecy and so i've been studying this since you know the 1970s and the technology a lot of times i'm saying okay a lot of these prophecies aren't going to happen until the technology is there and and typically what happens the technology just like that first uh, example of the scorpius system you know <clears throat> if they're talking about it now they've it's it's been they've been working on it for some time and and probably have tested it and doing all the different things for a period of time now it's 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 there um so today there's so it's so easy to get everything affordable and choose the, the average consumer on a global basis and now it's there. So anything can be implemented very quickly. And and for for this show, you know, we talk about the end times. Well, we talk about the perilous times. We talk about the signs, and then we talk about the coming of Jesus, and um, having the belief and the faith, and 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 in that. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. <clears throat> so all this technology exists. Now, does it exist to the level that it will happen? You know, at the three and a half year mark. Which is we believe that there's there's seven years of tribulation. So Jesus comes, those that are saved, those we're, we're taken out, we're taken out, and praise Jesus on that. Then just think about it. the people that are left. It's chaos. You know, you got all these things that we've talked about for the last year happening. You know, over a three year, three, seven year period. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And then you go to the book of Daniel. Um, it, you know, he lays out pretty clearly some of the end times and go to Revelation, he lays out, even though it may not be clearly understood, that a lot of craziness happened, and it's not good. <clears throat> you don't want to be here during those times. So I've always said that they have to be able to implement everything within a three and a half year point of time, because that's when the Antichrist actually shows who he is. And he may show himself, you know, in the first three and a half years. However, he he claims to be God, even though he's not God. And uh, at the three and a half year mark, and it appears to be at the Jewish capital, or the Jewish uh, what's, what's the word? You're talking about the holy city of Jerusalem. Yeah, but the the, the temple, the holy temple. They're gonna be. Yeah. They're going to build a new temple. That's the other thing. They got to be able to build the temple within three and a half years. They're already saying they already have plans right now that they can build it on the Temple Mount within <clears throat> nine to eighteen months, depending on uh, you know weather and all the different things. So I mean, they so they can definitely meet that timeline. So my point to all this is that all this exists. It's just to how fast they'll implement it. You know, completely. Where it's very clear. 
one one currency, one religion, <clears throat> one um, you know they'll issue the mark. A lot of people think it's the jab. I don't believe it's the jab. I believe it's a precursor. It's a it's a behavioral. It's a it's like a walkthrough, um, and uh, you know, and look at how people have just acquiesced to it without you know questioning it. And whether it's good or bad, now, I don't even want to get into that topic here today. So all this exists, and uh, it's just a matter of how fast they they uh, fed into action. Yeah, it, and it all does exist. And here's the thing: is that you kind of you mentioned Daniel, and uh, when we think about Daniel, Daniel was living in Israel. And because of the disobedience of the Israelites and not following God and not following his commands and living in a way that was uh, what God instructed. So God had prophesied that if you don't stop doing these things, then I'm going to drive you into exile. Well, that happened. Daniel, his, his generation was the one that was really impacted most by this. So as a teenager, he was driven and taken from Jerusalem, from, from Israel over to Babylon. Okay. When Daniel got there, that was the beginning of 70 years of exile. Because as you, as we put into the, uh, to the description, Jeremiah was a contemporary with Daniel. And he was one of the prophets that actually said that it's going to be a 70 year exile. It was, it was very clear that this is what it said was going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. You can look it up all your history books. So Here's the thing, though. When Daniel was brought over, um, it says this in Daniel 1.7, the chief of staff renamed them with these Babylonian names. Now, I'm talking about Daniel and the three Hebrew uh, uh, teenagers that were with him. So we had Daniel, H uh, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Those were the four that went over that we know of. That we know of. We've know their names. But they, the king changed, King Nebuchadnezzar changed their names, one to Belteshazzar, one Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, for those of you who have been growing up in church and growing up hearing uh, Sunday school stories, you would recognize Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because that were those were the names that were mentioned actually in uh, the Bible of when they when the king changed their names. Well, here's the thing: I did a name etymology, which literally just means the study of the name and to find out what the origin was and what what it meant. So, not going into too much detail, but the Hebrew names, okay, Hebrew. Daniel means God is my judge. Uh, Hananiah actually means Jehovah has given. Azariah means whom Jehovah helps. And then Mishael means who is like God. So the king, Nebuchadnezzar, changed their names to Belteshazzar, which means protect the king's life. Shadrach means command of Aku, and Aku is the, is the Babylonian, I said Babylonian, the Babylonian moon god. Meshach actually means who is what Aku is. Notice, the, notice how they're pretty similar, but one is the moon god and one is the real god. And, and Abednego means servant of Nebo, which is the Babylonian god of wisdom. So you have the moon god and the, and the wisdom, the god of wisdom that they're renamed to, but their names actually in Hebrew that were given to them by their parents, which I believe are their true names that God designed for them to have, was God is my judge, Jehovah is given, whom Jehovah helps, who is like our God? Who is like our God? And here's what I want to share. The names that we have in life, they're not by accident. I really don't believe they're by accident. I believe that when parents name their kids, that their kids do live up to the names that they're given. Um, and but here's the key though, you know, Daniel, when he was in exile, I'm yawning by the way, yawning, by the way but not because I'm, you're putting me to sleep. <laughs> oh, I hope not. I hope not. Um, no, what I'm saying is that Daniel, his name being God is my judge, he lived that way when he was in exile. All a lot of us right now, we're going through some major, major issues. We're facing the wars and rumors of wars, we're facing the the societal things we're, we're facing the challenges of the one world government one world financial system all these things that are happening around us that we have no control over the same thing was happening to daniel when he was thrown into exile he had no control over them 
but he continued to live up to the meaning of his name. So what does your name mean? I don't know what your, your name might mean, but I believe that when God gives us a name, that he wants us to live up to it. So no matter what you go through, you need to stay true to God. Stay true to God. Stay true to your faith and don't give up. And live as God would instruct, no matter what's happening around you. Now, that's what I had to say. I'm going to turn it over to you, GJ, because you got some, I know you got some things in your heart to talk about. Yeah, as I'm yawning. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Oh, wait. Go ahead and start talking. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to add to that. So on Daniel chapter one, <laughs> I was yawning. Go ahead. <laughs> How rude. I know. I don't know what to say. As, as our teenage daughter would say, how rude. How rude. As for these four children, so this is Daniel chapter 1, verse 17. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding and all visions and dreams. And um, my dad, as dad's Bible, whoop, um, he wrote in her, he underlined knowledge, learning, and wisdom. So he heavily underlined them. And then he had lasting that he written. And then lasting knowledge, lasting learning, and lasting wisdom. <clears throat> so he, that, that was a stress. So whoever was teaching that day, which uh, on August 19, 2001, Reverend David uh, was preaching specifically on this. Uh, so, 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 one of the things that I know Dan and I pray for every single day is to have discernment, which is knowledge and awareness, and the ability to decipher and learn what's right, what's not right, truth. And in today's world, there's a lot of false truths in almost any topic. So it's hard to, hard, you know, where do you go to get the truth? And then lasting wisdom, you know, ongoing wisdom. And Solomon, who was King David's son, the one thing that he asked God for, he could ask for anything, and he didn't ask for anything. He asked for wisdom, and God gave him lasting wisdom. And 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 to the to my knowledge, you know, the, he is the most wise outside of Jesus. He was the most wise human being to ever walk the face of the earth. Um, and, uh, and if I'm, you know, so that's my takeaway. And um, so anyway, these four, Daniel. And and I'll refer to you know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because of the story's sake. Um, they they were elevated, and so God gave them this special anointing, and then they were elevated. And then King Nebuchadnezzar was had this, this dream vision, and nobody could answer what it was. And eventually, D D Daniel told him what it was about. Well, then he raised them, Daniel higher, and he raised. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego higher as well within the kingdom. And so they continued to elevate. And then then Nebuchadnezzar actually bowed down and said, you know, because of honor of their knowledge and the gods that they serve. Well, then, long story short, he ends up, King Nebuchadnezzar ends up makes this 90-foot tall by 9-foot wide golden statue. and um, then somebody within his kingdom said, hey, and I'm giving the, the short version, so you can go read Dan, the book of Daniel, and you'll, you'll get, get all this. And it's in the Old Testament. One of the things that I've learned is I really enjoy reading the Old Testament. It's really good because the stories come alive, and you can and you say, why are we talking about this now? Because it's very applicable today. So then they had to, everybody in the kingdom had to bow down before this false idol this golden statue, and Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not do that. And long story short, they get thrown in the, the, the furnace, and they're going to – so here, here they are, key players in, in the kingdom, and they throw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire, and they turn it up even hotter than they normally would, would have it. And next thing you know, they see four people in there, four, four – bodies within the, the furnace and god went in there and, and the, 
they both said, all three of them said, we stand with God and God's going to protect us. And if he doesn't, they're going to be okay because they're going to go to heaven. So that was their mindset. And they had such strong faith and have stayed within the truth, God's truth, which there's only one truth, God's truth. And they had such elevated faith. So one of the things that I pray for is elevated faith. And in today's times, there's so much deception. There's so much half-truths, false-truths, and that's that's the lie of the devil. Satan wants to lie and give just a little bit. So there might be a little bit of truth. There's a lie wrapped into it. And we've talked about this over and over and over. We've given signs. And so the one thing that I, I challenge who's ever watching or listening right now is, you know, what are you struggling with? What fear exists? And uh, we saw a meme earlier today about the number one thing to, to move people into action is to be a fear. And if you look at all the bad things that have happened through time, fear was at the heart of it. And fear is another example of what most people across the world have dealt with over the last 24 months. And so you can say, yeah, of course, there's valid, there's, there's validity to having that fear, no doubt. The thing about it is, do you have faith in God? Do you have faith and trust in the truth of God? And when you start to look towards God, and when you start to put your your life into Jesus's hands, protection, discernment, understanding start to show itself. Now, how do you do this? One is being in prayer. One is being in the Word, which is the Bible, and then being around people, godly people, that are for you and are with you no matter what. And we're seeing so much divide now in today's world. A lot of it's manufactured. I, I believe there is some truth to it, but there's a lot of manufactured as well. And Dan and I may not agree on everything. The one thing you know, we will agree to disagree. Uh, I don't know what that is, other than I was falling asleep on his message. Um, just kidding. I wasn't. I was yawning. Um, I've been up pretty darn early today. I don't know why. I woke up at 419. So back to the message is the number one way to overcome fear is being the word. That's what I learned. Being in prayer, and God will give you the comfort. God will give you the discernment. God will give you the wisdom. All you have to do is ask. It's that simple. And and for those that don't know Jesus, Dan Dan will walk you through that, and I'm sure Dan's got some things to add to this since he's the real pastor here. I'm just the eye candy. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is it back to me then? Yeah, I, I I could go down a whole nother path on this, but we don't have time. I'm looking at the time. And and uh, so I, I challenge you to get into the book of Daniel and, uh, you know, the Version Bible app. By the way, props out to them. They've had over 500 million downloads since they started the Uversion Bible app. And it didn't originally start as an app because there were no things such as phone apps. So they had a site and they realized it wasn't working. And uh, God put it on uh, Bobby Gronwell, Bobby G. Um, while he was standing in line in an airport, I think in Chicago. He's like, man, I wish I could you know, have more time to read the Bible when I'm standing in a line like this, just wasting, wasting my time. That's that's that was the thought, and then he came back. Hey, I have you know, God gave me an idea. Next thing you know, here we are, five hundred million downloads, <clears throat> multiple languages, multiple you know versions of the Bible, and uh, they're continuing to grow that and continue to reach, you know, people all across the world. So anyway, props out to them. So you know, if you don't have that U version Bible app, it's it's one of the best apps on. Um, you know any of the phone store app stores and not only that you version in their plan and i showed this several weeks back is to by 2033 have everybody in the world have at least access to the bible and uh and yes daniel 9 eric daniel 9 and 12 are excellent intros to the book of revelation and also ezekiel chapter 38 um and several Passages in Jeremiah, actually, Jeremiah 15, 51, which kind of talks about the first Babylon being destroyed 
And then also Revelation 17 and 18, which talks about the great mystery of Babylon being destroyed. So um, here's what I was, here's what I was going to say. Why are we talking about all this today? As far as Daniel, book of Daniel, what's going oh, on I, in hit? I got to go. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> Why are we talking about all this? Um, in the end time, there's going to be a lot of trouble, right? And we're already experiencing that. It's going to continue. And I wish I could tell you right now it's going to get better, but it's going to get worse. That's just what the scripture tells us. It's going to continue to get worse. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a lot of good things happen. It doesn't mean that God's not going to interject and say, you know what? I'm going to do, um, people are praying and I'm going to meet their prayers. I'm going to answer their prayers. It doesn't mean any of that. But the scripture is very clear. And in 2 Timothy chapter 3, it says, you should know this, Timothy. This is in the New Testament. That in the last days, there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and for unforgiving. We're seeing all this, by the way, right now. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious but they will reject the power that could make them godly. And in, in Paul's writing to Timothy, he said, stay away from people like that. So the reason why we're mentioning all this to you is that in the time of trouble that you find yourself in, or we find ourselves in, it is so important not only to accept Jesus as your savior, but then to live as if he is your savior, which means that we need to continue to obey the commands that God gives to us and live in a way that is honoring to him. It's a, in a God-honoring lifestyle. And so we can only do that, as GJ said, by being in the Word. And if you don't have a physical copy like GJ does with his dad's Bible, then you can get a digital copy. If you don't have a digital copy, you can actually go to, hopefully, if you have some around you, not maybe some countries that listen to us don't have this, but a library where you can find a Bible. Or at least go on the internet and look up uh, Bible.com, because that's you can find the Uversion app also online. So first thing, first things first, you need to accept that Jesus is the Son of God. You need to know that he is the only way that you can actually get in right relationship with God, that we have fallen, that we're not in right relationship with him. The only way back to that is through Jesus because of the sacrifice that he gave on the cross 2,000 years ago, as the Bible talks about. So you have an opportunity to do that right now. And you can pray there and you can, in your heart, you can say, Jesus, forgive me. Make me new. I believe that you are the Son of God, came to take away the sin of the world, and that because of your sacrifice, I can be in a relationship with God himself. So Lord, come and live in my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I accept the forgiveness that you have to offer. And make me new, make me strong. Give me the courage and the boldness to live according to what your scripture desires and what your scripture tells us. And we thank you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I heard a great quote. I believe it was from a sermon I was watching earlier last week. And it said, God didn't say he would make it easier. He said he would make it better. That's a great quote. That's a great quote. I got one for you. You want to you quote? In times.chat. <laughs> and times.chat. That's a great quote. But as I'm putting that up there in times.chat, uh, there was, uh, we were watching a movie the other night, GJ and I, you're going to appreciate this because you watched this movie a couple months back. It was the new James Bond that came out. It was actually a phenomenal movie. I really, really liked it. A lot of things that, I mean, that film was scheduled to come out in April 2020 well before all the problems that we were facing. And interestingly enough, the movie kind of has a lot to do with that. So um, here's one of the quotes that happened at the end of the movie. The function of man is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. It's one of the best quotes of the movie. So I took that to say, the function of me, of me is not to just exist on this planet, it's to live for Christ. I don't want to waste my days trying to make them longer so I can be here longer. I want to use the time that's been given to me the most effective way I can for Jesus. So I know that that's our, that's our desire. We love you guys. 
We will definitely be seeing you next week in some form or another because we don't know what Facebook's going to do. Eh. Things that make you go. <laughs> or that too. <laughs> you got any final words, DJ? I think I get laid out the quote. I didn't say he'd make oh. it easier. He said he'd make it better. I should have just added on that. All right. Peace out. Love you guys. See you Thank next you. week. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.